Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Mr. Sal's Podcast, and that's Season 3, Episode 25, the week that was for February 7th, 2022. Thanks again to my daughter for the intro music. Uh, according to Weatherbug, this is from yesterday's Weatherbug, we should have been waking up to a rainy Saturday morning. At least it wasn't snowy and frigid out. It's even better. It's cold. It's damp. But there was no actual rain falling whenever I got up this morning. That's a good thing. So we have a show for this week. Um, when I was figuring out, I wasn't sure if it was going to be big, small, medium. Time was going to tell. I think it's going to be a little bit on the longer side, but that's okay. We have student emails to read through review the past week's work where I was at a conference for the first part of the week. You guys had a substitute. We'll preview a bit of next week. Tell a dad joke. Discuss an option Richmond assignment. And oh, I almost forgot. We have an update on the third nine weeks timelines. All this while trying to stay dry and warm on this Saturday morning. It seems like a lot of ground to cover in this week's episode of Mr. Styles Podcast and that. It is, but we'll get through it. We're going to jump into these topics right after this brief musical interlude. Very nice, chill music for my daughter, I requested. We're going to slide right in with student emails, begin this episode. This email was bumped to the front of the line because of its topic. This week's student email comes from name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. Mr. Sal, you said in class that we needed to get grades in by Thursday if we wanted to make have any makeup work on the third nine weeks progress report. Is that the cutoff for makeup work? I was a bit confused. <clears throat> and the email goes on a bit. Well, name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. I'm sorry I was confusing with my comments. Um, that's on me. Let's see if I can clear up this issue. Okay, Thursday, this Thursday coming up, which I believe is the 17th. That is the cutoff for grades to make the third nine weeks progress report. Any assignments after that will still be put in the grade book, but they will not be on the progress report. If you turn in assignments that were due before that date, um, they may not get graded in time to get in the grade, book, the grade book for progress reports, but they will get in the grade book. So um, any new assignments that come out, anything after that, um, after Thursday, doesn't go in the progress report, goes in the grade book for the rest of the third nine weeks. And I know I'm getting more confusing now on this Saturday morning, but bear with me. If you turn in any late work, the sooner you turn in late work for me, the better chance you have of getting it graded and getting in to the progress report grades. Anything that is owed, um, past due from students, that is going to be zeroed out and go into the grade book as a zero until you make up that work for the progress report. So um, it's about a timing issue. I can't have a bunch of students dump stuff in at the last second and expect to get the grades pushed into the progress reports. 
So that's what I meant by get it into me by Thursday. That's the cutoff for uh, you guys getting things on the progress report, but it'll still go in the grade book. I still keep grading. I'll grade late work until the seventh week of the third nine weeks. And as always, there's a pretty good shot that your grade's going to change before the progress report makes it home because we're, we'll be in the middle of a project and you'll have some uh, parts of that project being submitted throughout and participation point grades and stuff like that. So progress reports are going to change before you even get them. And just a reminder, you, can, you too can submit an email to my school email with the phrase student email of the week in the subject line. Place your class question or comments in the body of the email, and your email may make the podcast just like name and period withheld due to student confidentialities email I just read and answered. You also get enrichment points for your effort, even if you don't make the podcast. We're going to move on to class updates. We're continuing studying the Cold War era in all classes. Um, all classes are asked to continue reviewing the uh, study stack flashcards and types of government economies flashcards. That's an ongoing process. Understand the terms for the class. Now, this past week, I was at a state educational technology conference. It was the Pennsylvania Educational Technology Exposition and Conference, known as PTC. I presented on publishing student work on the internet for free. I showcased student projects. I also picked up many new ideas that could be helpful in our class. In fact, we're already using some of them uh, as soon as I got back, but we'll talk more on that later. We're going to break this down here. Um, did have a substitute from all reports. He did a great job keeping everyone going. The US 2 classes we're going to start with. You completed an Ed puzzle and took notes on the blockade of Berlin and an airlift to save the city. There was a quizzes activity that followed up with the Ed puzzle. The Ed puzzle, you were to take notes. I had built in um, the viewing guide, so it guided you on taking notes. There were some comprehension questions for you to answer, a combination of, of your notes and those, the accuracy on those uh, comprehension questions. Made up your Ed puzzle grade. I've been getting through those. I still have some more to grade. Then you did the quizzes activity on Wednesday to see how well you remembered the stuff from the Ed puzzle. That is a separate grade. Those are in the grade book. If you turn them in on time, I already have all the classes done. So after you did those assignments, you were also given time in class to work on any, any incomplete assignments and study for the quiz that was on Friday. For US 2, the quiz covered Cold War vocabulary, early Cold War topics such as the UN, the Chinese Civil War, the Korean War, which also started out as kind of a civil war because Korea was trying to unite itself between communist and non-communist Korea. And we also had some questions on the Berlin blockade and airlift. All classes ended with signing up for Kaizena, which is an app that would allow, should allow for an easier way for me to provide feedback and you guys to ask questions when working on large assignments and projects. All in all, it was a very full week. Um, we're going to be moving forward with that Kaizena, see how it works and kind of learn the process together. Pause for a sip of coffee. Most quizzes are graded and grades have been added to the Schoology gradebook. I believe I only have period eight to finish. I'm going to finish them up this morning. And then I will put those grades in Schoology. For parents and students who check the student portal 
it takes um, a bit of time for the grades. They have to be manually pulled over from Schoology to the student portal. So check in Schoology, you'll see your grades. We're going to continue with the week in review for Honors US2 after this next musical break because Mr. Sal is out of coffee. I'll be right back. I'm back. A little bit longer break because I'm downstairs in the family room recording this. And the coffee is upstairs in the kitchen being made. So, moving on to the honors classes. They also worked on an ed puzzle about the blockade of Berlin and the ensuing airlift to keep the city free. Afterwards, they completed a quizzes assignment on the same topic. Students can ah, I can't speak this morning. Students continued looking over their completed mini project on the Cold War. They used Canva. We talked about that last week. It's a free web-based tool used to create a presentation for topics they were assigned. Period one began presenting on Friday. Presented the projects to the class. It was just to introduce themselves, play the presentation they created, and then answer any follow-up questions from the class. Students in class were asked to take notes. We started that. Um, period 9 did not start their presentations. Instead, they signed up for the free tool, uh, Kaizena, which, like I said before, I just learned about on Wednesday. It will, should help with the feedback and communication during projects. So we're going to work on that. Students did, in Period 9, upload the Canva projects to Kaizena. I'm going to fiddle with that this weekend and work on being able to give them uh, more accurate and more detailed feedback by using this app slash website. It's a Chrome add-on. So I won't get too geeky on it, but I'm going to try that out with period nine, see how that goes. Then on Friday, all honors classes completed a quiz on Cold War vocabulary terms. All those quizzes are graded, and grades have been added to the Schoology gradebook before the end of the day yesterday, so they should be pulled over to Student Portal. Ian's guides in all classes were encouraged to make up any old work, as I said earlier. I always build time in for pretty much every class to get any um, old work in. A lot of students are getting stuff in. Some students aren't. Please, 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 if you owe work, get it in so you get graded instead of taking a zero. Any points are better than no points. So, that's where we're at. Um... Please, you know, meet the due dates. You guys are doing better. When I was gone, a lot of students did better meeting the due dates. That's good. Um, I don't want you guys to fall behind. So it's one of the things to lose points for late work, but I don't want you to not turn in the assignments and take a zero. For those of you absent for any reason, if you need to make up some of the class participation points while at home, zip me an email or message in Schoology. I'll give you a comparable assignment to complete. If you missed any notes, which we didn't have any notes, this week, or you want to revisit any notes, 
The recorded notes are posted on the Schoology homepage. If you need any help, I'm available during homeroom period two and study hall period three. I can assist during those times, no problem. Otherwise, please see me to make an appointment for help. We can work out a time that works for both of us. So that's a lot of information. We're already at 12 minutes and 38 seconds. That's craziness. We are getting into a long podcast because I'm trying to look through my notes and we still have a good bit to go. I don't know what's going on with it, but hey, you wouldn't think I had so much to talk about on a week that I missed a few days for the conference. But as we... Oh. It's the siren sound. That means we have a new optional enrichment assignment. This assignment for this week is an answer you must email me or send me via Schoology. You need to answer, I need the answer, to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. That is the answer that I need. This optional enrichment assignment will be open to the end of week seven in the third nine weeks. That date is pending. I want, um, once we get closer to it, I'll let you know. Um, the reason being, we've already had two um, FIDs or FID days, as I like to call them. Uh, the weather's up and down. I don't want to give you a hard date and then have to change it. But we're aiming for week seven is when, end of week seven is when all optional enrichment assignments must be submitted by. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming, as I still stumble over the word regularly. So we're going to move on to our favorite part of the podcast, yours and mine, the dad joke of the week. So, since this dad joke of the week is probably going to be coming out later in the day than normally, because we're already after 8 o'clock and I have to step out, so I'm not going to publish it till later, um, I thought I'd come up with a more timely, time-appropriate joke. This is a food joke for lunch. What do sea monsters eat for lunch? Anyone? Anyone? As I look around the... Non-audience here in my family room. Anyone have an answer? Fish and chips. <laughs> Fish and chips. Get it? Anyone get it? Oh, man. You know what? I was going to take a third musical break right there. But since I got that reaction, you're going to have to listen to me for a little bit more time. Take that. <laughs> so we're going to move into next week's preview. U.S. History Classes. Periods 4, 5, 7, and 8. You're going to be working on the Cold War era, but we're going to take a little turn and switch to some domestic issues with our Black History Month and Civil Rights Era project. February's Black History Month and the Civil Rights Movement is a huge portion of the time frame we're studying. 
Um, we get into the Cold War, which runs from you know end of World War II to the 90s. People are saying it's flaring back up again. And then we have the push for civil rights um, for African Americans, for other ethnic groups, for women. We're going to talk about all of that and more as we move through this era. Um, things get interesting as we move forward, and it's not just wars. There's a lot of social, uh, cultural change going on in the country. We're going to talk about that with this project. So, time frame um, and details will be rolled out next week in class. We'll be pushing those details out through Schoology. You will have the option to work on your own or in groups of up to, I believe, three people. That seems to work best. So, details will be rolled out in class next week. I'll update everything on next week's podcast as to what's going on and how far we got. The Honors US 2 classes. You're going to present your Cold War Canva projects to the class next week. Period 1, you're going to sign up for the Kaizena app and then start presenting. After that, like you guys are taking notes, I'm going to give you, this is the other idea that we were talking about, um, an infographic infographic style review sheet and help you out with the whole psychology of learning the infographics to match up with each presentation and see how well your notes are and then you can go back through and review what you missed and what you need from the recorded presentations so it's always good to learn new things review topics you already know well lifelong learning that is the key even though we all know the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is 42. Oh. That wasn't what I wanted, but that's okay. <laughs> the gremlins are down here messing with my equipment while I record in the family room. Moving on to school announcements. This week's school announcements are as follows. What's Up New Brighton will have their club meeting this Tuesday during homeroom. Check out the What's Up New Brighton internet show. It's informative and fun. We posted our January episode a couple weeks ago. Check that out. We have the other episodes posted online as well. The ASFAB and PSAT testing will be Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. There's a pre-test prep for the PSAT being held this Wednesday, February 6th, 2022, during homeroom. It may run in the first period. Listen to the announcements. Uh, that day, you'll probably check in with your homeroom teacher and then go upstairs and prep and fill out all the paperwork for the PSAT. We've continued to switch the digital hall pass. Remember, if you're getting the, um, you need permission to fill out the digital hall pass, you're signed into the wrong Google account. You have to be in your school account for you to be able to fill out the digital hall pass. We're all using the same hall pass QR code. Just scan the code that the teacher provides. It's usually on a sign-out clipboard. In my room, other teachers have it posted on the wall. Enter your destination from the Dropbox. You do this upon departure and re-entry to the class. This replaces the paper sign-out sheet and paper hall passes. There are a bunch of college visits coming up. You check with guidance on them. And we are going to be right back as Mr. Sal's once again out of coffee, and we're at minute 20.
All right. I'm going to start wrapping up this podcast. I want to mention several things. As always, the ideas, jokes, comments on this podcast are my own, not those of any other entity or organization. If you like something, please throw props my way. If you disagree with something, please hit me an email or message and let me know. Constructive criticism is always appreciated and accepted. Uh, second thing we're going to talk about, two organizations and a website that do a lot of good for others. First is PAECT, the Pennsylvania Association for Educational Communications and Technology. If you're an educational stakeholder, check out PAECT.org to see what's going on in educational technology around Pennsylvania, the United States, and the globe. In fact, we have a meetup, virtual meetup, this Thursday going on, or excuse me, this Wednesday, this Wednesday, which I believe is the 16th, um, to review and discuss PTNC, the Pennsylvania Educational Technology Exposition and Conference. A um, bunch of people who were there, a bunch of people who presented will be discussing what went on at that event. A lot of good ideas were shared, a lot of good things were learned, so we'll be discussing that on Wednesday. So check out PACT.org for information, and if you want to register, it's free to listen and participate and hear what went on at PTNC. And speaking of uh, PACT, the PACT pod, which is a live stream and podcast where current events going on in PACT are discussed, interviewing interesting guests, sharing best practices, tech tools to use in an educational setting. The PACT pod will be, will be also reviewing PTNC along with um, a book club for people, uh, based on one of the keynotes that was at Pete, we're going to do a book study. So that information will be popping up on the PACT pod this Thursday, the third Thursday of the month, 7 p.m. We can be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere you find great podcasts. PACT, we are the voice of EdTech in PA and beyond. Second organization is 211.org. You can dial 211 from any phone or go to 211.org on any computer with internet access to find local social services in your area of the United States and most of Canada. If you're an individual or family in need, please reach out to this fantastic resource for help. That is 211 on any phone or 211.org on any computer or device connected to the internet. Uh, last week, I added the website 511pa.com to this list. It's a great resource for travelers, especially this time of year. 511pa.com ah, shows you driving conditions across the state, where the location of PennDOT plows are. Um, has traffic cams that show live traffic conditions around the state on state highways and interstates. I've used this resource numerous times. Check it out if you're traveling. It's always good to know what's ahead. So everybody, that wraps up this week's show. Have a great rest of your weekend and I will see you Monday in class. US2, we're going to start a project. Honors US2, you guys are going to be wrapping up and presenting your previous projects. Once again, I'd like to thank my daughter for the theme music for the podcast and the um, musical interlude. 
Now I'm going to go head up for breakfast. I believe it's sausage patties and homemade French toast. Oh, yeah. So as we end this, have a great weekend, everybody. I will see you Monday. I'd be remiss if I didn't say it's Super Bowl weekend, but I don't have a horse in this race. So those of you that watch football, enjoy the Super Bowl.